Welcome to Seen It Before, where we're probably going to say something stupid about your favorite movie. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. And this is a kind of a sneak preview episode of our new podcast here. We are originally Movie Drunks. We have rebranded to the name Seen It Before. And uh, we'll explain that more in our next episode. But for now, we're going to get to a brand new movie that has come out. Um, It is Scream 5, I guess you would call it. Um, And we have... Uh, one of our recurring guests for the podcast that has been on multiple times, uh, Kylie. What's up? Huge fan of the movies. Yeah, huge fan of the that. Scream movies. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Um, so you have you you love these movies. So how? What made you get into these movies? Like, what sticks out the most about these movies to you? Okay, so Scream was one of the first movies I had ever. Well, one of the first horror movies that. Um, I saw is probably in the top three of movies where I sat down and watched them and thought to myself, hey, maybe this genre isn't so scary after all. Yeah. Um, I used to watch, not really watch even, I used to watch TV and anytime a horror movie commercial came on the screen, um, I would cover my eyes because I couldn't <laughs> deal with yeah. even the, Even the drum scares like in the commercials, I couldn't deal with them. And so Scream made me realize, hey, there's more to this genre than just people popping out, although that's in here, yeah, but yeah. people popping out and... People, a lot of people popping out. <laughs> All right. So there Lots are, of- yes, there are a lot of people popping out, but there's, this is a special episode. We're doing yes. both a recap of the original first Scream, as well as a full review, spoilers included, of mm-hmm. the newest Scream movie. So uh, without further ado, let's, uh, let's get into this. All right, before we get into the actual movie, um, this is replacing our drunk commentary that we used to have. Yeah, like during uh, the movies we watched. Yeah, uh, so we, we wanted to kind of go over like the potential theories for what this movie would would go through. or this, you know. Yeah, just some internet theories that I'm just looking up casually on my phone right now. So according to, uh, I guess, Film School Rejects, I'm on their website right now. They have five different theories on here. And uh, the first one is Sidney Prescott is going to get killed in the cold open of the movie. I like that because Nev Campbell is – so like the whole reason – and I'll get into this in the actual podcast. um, The reason that Drew Barrymore is in the first one is because she was just a big star and they used her in the trailer and kind of like a bait and switch kind of thing to get people to come in. So it's a big shock. At the beginning of the movie, like you have no idea where this movie's gonna go. Yeah. So that'd be perfect for them to do for and this also movie. Also a little meta, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Kind of. Oh yeah, Scream has always it. been meta. You know? That's another thing. This whole movie could be a meta interpretation as well. Another yeah. theory. Which, you know, kinda like the Matrix did. <laughs> so what do they mean by meta interpretation? Well, all right, hold on. Let me get that's on a different website. I didn't think I was gonna get to that just uh, yet. But so uh, I don't know what they quite mean by that. So it says, um this uh, it's a YouTube channel. They said um, it could be a whole meta film in which audiences are watching the legacy actors and newcomers play themselves trying to survive a real life ghost face attack. Uh, oh, so they're okay. So they kind of do like a new nightmare kind of thing. Yeah. Where like the actors, like Nev Campbell isn't yeah, playing Sidney Prescott. She's playing, she's playing Nev Campbell. Yeah. Okay. That'd be cool. I, I would hate that. Like, I honestly would hate that. Yeah. I mean, it worked, <laughs> it worked for, um, it worked for new nightmare, but like, you know, but like you can't you can't do Wes Craven. Like just what, I'll get into this in the actual podcast. But you can't do Wes Craven without Wes Craven. You know. Yeah. Well, and they're doing this movie for Wes Craven, so like hopefully they're going to do it a justice in a way. 
Yeah. Um, like I know that they, they kind of, in my opinion, they tarnished his reputation by doing the TV series. But I'll get I'll get uh, into yeah, the podcast. Yeah. Hold, hold get, your hold your yeah, horses. Okay. 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 <laughs> Another theory we got is um, Sydney Prescott is the killer in this movie. Don't like that one. Yeah, I don't either. She she's been through too much to be the killer. It's just dumb if they go that route. Uh, Dewey is the mastermind. Um, again, don't like it. He's already he's been through all the shit with Sydney, so. You know, he's never shown to have like a bad side, like True. even a hint of it. So it wouldn't make any sense to me. All right. Uh, Jamie Kennedy's ca- character, Randy, faked his own death and is the Scream 5 killer because he was killed in the second movie. So, right. right. Okay. So this one is interesting. Um, I don't know how he would fake his death because he definitely wasn't involved in the in Scream 2, like with the killer, even a hint of it. So, like, I would doubt. I mean, he he could maybe survive. I wouldn't say he faked his death, though. Yeah, I mean, he he responded to a tweet in 2019 um, that said Randy faked his death and is the mastermind behind the killings. But then he responded by saying, "They're making a new scream, and I think this is an interesting angle. And I believe I know why he did it. Who's on board? So he's he might just be playing into fan speculation there, but like, <sighs> I think he is his. No offense to Jamie Kennedy, but his career has kind of hit a downslope. It's not really, it's not really going anywhere. I mean, but then they could do a John Travolta thing. But yeah, and the favorite theory I think of mine, at least, is that Stu is alive, and yeah. he he like you know he got the TV smashed on his fucking face. But I think he's a. Uh, I think it's a plausible theory, mainly because I just want to yeah. see the goat Matthew Lillard. So he's great, yeah. and like under very underappreciated. You know, and like, I mean, he's shaggy to everyone, but like, shaggy, <laughs> shaggy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, is he's awesome. He's he's definitely awesome as Stu. Um, I like him even even though he's the killer. Like, I I, I just like him as a character. He's he's fucking awesome, dude. But, but yeah, that, that would be so interesting if he if he comes back. Yeah. Because he well, he was originally supposed to be the killer for three, right? Yes, uh, he was originally supposed to escape from prison um, and enact revenge on Sidney Prescott. So I mean. That's the original premise for the third movie, apparently. That'd be cool. And I mean, I recently I have seen a little bit more of Matthew Lillard in the spotlight. Well, I mean, memes. Yeah, memes, but like, why now, you know? Why now? Because uh, fucking Zoomers? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, hey. sometimes they, I don't know. It can mean something. But yeah, so those are some of the theories that um, we think could possibly happen. Let's, let's see which ones actually are true, if any of them. All right, so we just watched Scream 2022, the first movie Scream I've five, seen. Scream 5. Scream 5. Okay. It's the first movie I've seen this year uh, in theaters. Agreed. Same. So, you know, it's well, kind of a actually, good way to start off the... Well, not. shut up, Dan. I, I just remembered, Spider-Man too. Spider-Man again, you know. Oh, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw The King's Man as well. Yeah. Well... But that came out last year, so, like, well, this that is it, the first 2022 First twenty twenty. Yeah, exactly. We've there we seen. go. We saved it. We got there. We got can, it. Can I just say, I'm really glad it's not called Five Cream, because that was five a joke. Cream. That was a joke. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Like, when they were filming this... The whole notion of having one of the numbers be in, yeah, uh, yeah. Five <laughs> We're gonna cream. call it five cream. Yeah, that so sounds actually, like a really shitty porn site. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, anyway. Jack Quaid, <laughs> yeah, that who plays right. Richie. That he right. made t-shirts for the entire like cast. Yeah. <laughs> that tracks. Yeah. yeah. Um, five all right. Cream. So before five we get cream. into our review of Five Cream, Scream <laughs> Five, um, we're going to 
Watch Danny strip. All right, we're going to. I was uh, just taking on my sweatshirt. God, I didn't even uh, call attention to it. You, dude, you look like a lady. Ah, <laughs> uh, gross. You, Did you like the show? No, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go through a recap now of the first screen movie. So, right. Danny, oh. I, I think I was more turned on by watching Ghostface get stabbed. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's start off with the iconic opening scene. How would you start right there? Uh, Drew Barrymore was used in the trailer to seem like she would be a big part of the movie. That's my, nope. That's my nope. First. She got <laughs> axed. She got axed. And, uh, yeah, so I thought that was a pretty genius thing to do because she was really big at the time. Yeah. And uh, really nice to uh, include her in that way. And, like, they kind of set up an iconic kind of trope for these movies specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah the phone have, ringing, building suspense through that whole scene. It was really yeah. well... Well done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I can't think of Scream, the original, without thinking about Scary Movie. <laughs> Knew that was going to come up. Original yeah. title. That was yeah, it was the original title, title yeah. in the screenplay. Um, so the screenplay? The screenplay. Ha-ha. <laughs> the silver scream? Ha-ha. 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 Shut the fuck up. I love that song. He likes Ice Nine Kills. Though. I do like Ice Nine Kills. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Keep going. Um, I, so I can't stop thinking about when it was, So you know the Steve's tied to the chair? Like out, out in the patio, I yeah. can't not think of the guy that looks like Prince. Um, like that's uh, uh, in, in scary movie. Yeah, he's like yeah. help! Ah! <laughs> he just starts screaming. <laughs> I, can't, I can't not think about that. It's so funny. I just I, I just love when uh, like the Casey Becker character in Scary Movie. She's yeah. running across, and it's like I think Carmen Electra or something like that. Yeah. She's running across, and the sprinklers come on, and she like. And she's like, oh, has her clothes ripped. Yeah. <laughs> has her clothes ripped off. And and then, yeah. Then he stabs her uh, silicone breast. Yes. Her and he's like, boob. the fuck. <laughs> he's like, Ugh. He tries to shake it off. So, anyway, that's that's enough a scary movie. But uh, yeah, uh, back, <laughs> back, back to, to Scream. Scream. This is a movie inside of a movie inside of a movie review. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> wow, that was meta. meta. That was meta, and that is a that is a theme for this uh, for for Five Cream as we're gonna get to. Um, <laughs> But no, Should I just call it five cream. No, podcast? <laughs> no, let's not. Um, but yeah, so Billy Loomis ends up being the uh, the killer at the end. Uh, get it? Because Loomis <laughs> Halloween. Uh, there was a lot of fucking references to eighties horror movies, and it's a great homage that um, yeah, Wes Craven did, and it's just ah. I mean, I very well done. Can we highlight Wes Craven for a second? Uh, he's the only director that I really know, other than, ironically, um, shut up. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to mention Tarantino. Uh-huh. I was going to say, uh, nowadays, Lana Wachowski is, oh. um, so we don't get too many directors that are really meta and like want to reflect on the genre and um, in, in a blatant way like he did, you know, and uh, how, Lana, how Lana does now. Um, so... I just thought it was really he did it with New Nightmare and he did it with Scream and like he brought it in he brought the movie fan discussion into the movie. I hit my mic on accident. It's okay. <laughs> and I was just, it's so genius of a of a thing to do. You don't see you you really don't see that anymore in movies. I can't really I there might be some out there. I just can't think of any right now. Yeah, we're not gonna go searching right now. No, no, no. It's maybe they cut in later, but probably not. Probably not. No, Probably this, not, this is no. a new podcast. We don't do cut-ins anymore. You're right. We don't do cut-ins anymore. But unless we want to do them, only slice yeah. and dice, and that's the only thing we do. Slice and dice. Kylie, what's your favorite part of the first screen movie? Ooh, yeah. Throw out the big guns right away. 
Okay. So the two things come to mind. The first one that came to mind was uh, I'm feeling a bit woozy up in here. Whatever. The, whatever. <laughs> a little woozy, man. Yeah. <laughs> she was no Sa- uh, Sharon Stone. Like yeah. Uh, Stu Marker, one of my favorites. Also, Randy Meeks. Uh, I was saying to Danny. Of course, we're both super jealous, and probably Dan too. Super jealous that. Randy got to work at a video store. Randy's just the geek in all three of us, I think. And um, I mean, I that never, was definitely entertaining. Preferably, I never wanted to work at a video store, but that's just me. Uh, hey, you wanted to play baseball. Yeah, I did. Bitch. Fuck you. Okay, but <laughs> you wouldn't be doing this podcast right now if, no. if you didn't love movies, and he loved movies. You're so I think. damn right. <laughs> that's not even movies. a movie, it's a TV show. God. <laughs> Something I, I wasn't uh, even trying to reference that. <laughs> now you're making, you know what? Just iconic quotes, especially towards the end. <laughs> yeah. Throw a water bottle. Throw an empty water bottle at you. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we're going around. Let's say what our favorite favorite part was. So Kylie's was, um, you know, just Stu Mocker just as a whole, right? Yeah. Yeah. Especially like towards the end, mm-hmm. um, the clever responses, the are quotable. Yes, yeah. Matthew Lillard. Love Matthew Lillard. Quotes they towards go. the end too. Yeah. Oh. Actually, uh, just chef's kiss. I think Honestly, my favorite part is probably gonna like like you were saying, Kylie, with um, talking about the movie, the movie store. Yeah. That that whole conversation that Stu and Randy have, where like everyone's a suspect, and that that whole scene, my favorite scene in the movie, because he's he's just putting everything out on the table. He's like, "How do I know you're not the killer? How do I know you're not the killer?" You know, and so and then Billy comes up behind him. It's so clearly like they're the killer at that yeah. point. If like you're like it is if you're reading into it and or knowing what you know, it's it's so mm-hmm. obvious. So it's really cool. That's my favorite scene. I agree with Kylie. It's Matthew Lillard all the way. Yeah. Him towards the end, especially that last scene where he just goes fucking psycho. It's just because mm. because <laughs> you can call Billy, but you can't call Stu. Yeah, like <laughs> Billy, mm-hmm. like there's references throughout that yeah he gets kicked he has the the bruise um he gets arrested all that you're like you can call that but you can't you don't know Stu, and uh mm-hmm. even Stu is just more ambiguous and he's just uh it's a little sus <laughs> i'll leave it at that well Stu is great because he's like he's he was fucking like he's like uh what did you say at the end he's like are you still alive he's like come and get me bitch and he's on the phone. He's like, "My mom and dad are gonna be so mad at me." You know, he brought he brought like comedy into like the most serious part of the movie, and it's it's just so great. I don't know how I don't know how he did it. Who the fuck says that? Too? <laughs> I think that was improvised. Like I think he ad libbed that. That's so perfect. Probably yeah, did. Matthew Lillard, honestly. Man. Um. All right. So, do you want to put out grades for the first scream right now? Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, Danny, you start. Go ahead. Sorry, I guess I'll jump in. Yeah. Um, I give it a 90. Um, I really enjoyed this last time we watched it. Um, it still holds up. Honestly, what can I yeah. say? It, it yeah. does. Um, you know, it's just meta enough. It has kind of um, the twist of, you know, two people doing um, the killing, mm-hmm. which is kind of original for the time. Like, it wasn't really a thing back in the 90s. And came out the year I was born, 1996. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, right. Uh, it's gonna get a 87 for me. It's 87. fantastic. It's not one. It's not my favorite horror movie, but it is. It was a great rewatch because I've only seen the movie maybe like three times total. Uh, this being the fourth time, but you know what? It's it still holds up every time. Like I still, the suspense 
still gets me. And it's just masterfully, um, you know, I just, I'm running out of words here. Yeah, yeah I got you. Yeah, adjectives. Yeah. <laughs> it was adjectives. Yes. <laughs> Kylie? I think, yeah, I'm going to go with like a 90 because um, – if it were done by anyone besides like Wes Craven, like I don't think it would be that high. I think the fact that he even pokes fun at his own movie, well, movie yeah. franchise, Nightmare oh, yeah, on Elm Street, Fred the Janitor. Oh, that too. Yeah. yeah, but also the original uh, like opening scene where he's like, "Oh, is that the one with one with the guy with knives with yeah. fingers?" <laughs> like, just t- he can have fun with himself, but also okay. make a movie that keeps you guessing. And I I like the meta thing. I think that's original. So ninety. I mean, it is oh, yeah. one of my favorites. Um, but you know, like a lot of movies, if you know who the killer is, kind of takes something away. But what is fresh and unique to Scream is the meta and the homages to other slashers. And so that is why I would place it at a ninety. Well said. Nice. All right, moving on to five creams, scream five, whatever you want to call it. Um, spoilers from here on out for the newest scream movie. All right, Richie's so. the killer, and Amber's the killer. Wow, that was quick. Yep. All well, right, we warned you. Yeah, we, we warned, warned you. you. We didn't even give you a second to turn it off. Yeah, no. Jesus Christ. No, nope. I right. want to add a little something, something. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not how we roll. we don't like our fans. But well, I love you guys. Please keep listening, please. I love our I love our fans. I live our fans. I live our fans. I love our toxic. fans. No, 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 toxic fandom. Toxic fandom. No. Oh my god. So, <laughs> so okay. So that's a good place to start. Anyone who knows me <laughs> is quote unquote the toxic fan they're referring to. So, um, yeah, thought didn't like that call out too much. Uh, yeah, that was kind of like. Ugh. Are you making your own uh, recall right now? I maybe you know, I'm making sequel? my own. I'm Whatever making my own. My own like like story of, like I'm gonna be the next killer in Scream Six, you know. <laughs> but yeah, um, I liked it's it's I liked the let's, um. Let's start from the beginning. From the beginning, well, okay. So God created man, and I swear <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I swear right, to so that. First, first off, Drew Barrymore, Casey Becker, she gets the Yeah, exactly. Where it all began. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. making Jiffy Pop. <laughs> all right, fair. All right, so. But it, yeah, so all right, movie starts off with um, do not know her name, <laughs> Sam's sister, Sam's sister, Tara, Tara, Tara. that's it. Tara. Yeah. Tara I'm gonna Carpenter. keep IMDb open for characters' names because so. um, John Carpenter, John right? Carpenter, yep. your favorite. Yeah, he, he actually told me that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah I, I caught that, and yeah. he's like, it went right over his head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I was on some other track, but uh, you, you were on something, all right. I was on something, um, but Heroin. yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, it starts out very similarly to the first one with some modern day, um, you know, things like the automatic locking doors, like right. So it's a little different. Like you don't see that. Like these one, killers. Are, one uh, one little relic of of like the late nineties was the the home phone, like the landline. Nobody has a landline anymore. Are you kidding me? Like my, I know my dad does, but because he like runs like a, a business and he's really well, yeah, old school they live like with that. their parents. Well, they're moms, so like, it's, yeah. it's theoretically, I, I they get can still it. have one. But like, come on, nobody has a landline in, right. ten, uh, in ten years. Like, they're not gonna wait ten years to make Scream Six. They're not. Yeah. But 
Well, I, I don't think, think this, that's gonna. The way that this movie ends, I think it does set up. Like, I like these characters that survived enough to have another movie yeah, if they want to sure. do it. Um, but yeah, so uh, right off the bat, interesting. They don't kill off the first yeah. person. That's like, attacked. oh yeah, she dead, but no, she not dead. She survived. You sound like the guy behind me. She did. She oh did. Oh, yeah, there was a guy in their theater that would not shut up during the movie. It, it, the first half was okay. After that, he just wouldn't shut up. Yeah. But at, yeah. At the midpoint. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, at the midpoint. Um, but <laughs> Oh, so, boy, was that a midpoint? Be- before we get <laughs> yeah. to that, um, let's. so we're introduced to all the characters. It's get, It gets very meta with, very quick, with like, oh, the because there's this movie inside the movie called Stab, so which is basically the screen movies. Do you see the cast list that they had for someone? Yeah, yeah, I was so like, wow, that's all. That's I caught uh, Luke Wilson was playing Billy Loomis. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's um, weird. I have to rewatch it again later. But, but yeah, yeah, it was. There was a couple good ones in there. It was kind of funny. Yeah, there's a lot of um, acknowledgments. Uh, there was a street. What was Elm Street? Yeah, I, was, yeah. I, I caught that. I was like, eh, Elm Street. <laughs> um, let's see. There, it's just lots of little nods in the movie that are really cool to see. Um, the whole. Uh, Party that they have, yeah. Uh, the so the party. Okay, so we're getting ahead of ourselves. No, we're starting. We're still in the first half. We're still, we're the, first first still half. the first. All right, we'll we'll, we'll get that, to the party later. That yeah, okay, yeah. That's more second third act. So yeah, yeah let's talk about uh, so Dylan Minette, Dylan Minette's character Wes, because huh? Wes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, he. See now that you say it, it's kind of gonna annoy. Yeah. There's a lot of references. Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. He's the son of. Um, Deputy uh, Judy Hicks, so who was in the fourth one, fourth movie? Yep, who was so, in love with Dewey. Lemon yes. squares. Lemon squares. Lemon squares. <laughs> you tried her lemon square. <clears throat> I haven't seen that movie, but you know what? Yeah, it's, I, it's it makes sense. It it's makes sense. Yeah. So I didn't. So they kill her. Uh, Ghostface kills her off in like in broad the, daylight the driveway in broad daylight, which is weird. That never happens. Yeah. I didn't think he was actually going to kill um, Dilmanet's character. Yeah, I, thought I did he was, not think that. I thought he was going to get that taser, you know? I thought he was going to be like, he's like, fuck you. And I was going to like kind of, what I would have done, you know, this is me being all like in retrospect, you know, like, like these, the, the crappy like TikTok self-defense people. Where he's like, what you got to do is you got to like redirect their fort. Right, anyway, so I, <laughs> I would, I would have like, when he's like kind of stabbing me with the knife, he's like kind of getting it at my throat. I would have like shoved it to the left and like have him like go full force into the door and then have enough time to reach for the taser and then tase him. Not everybody's you, Dan. I know. It's just, I'm, okay, know. but, but no one thinks to like knee the person. Exactly. Yeah. It's stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, I know you're in a heightened situation and like, you, it's hard to think and you're seeing red and stuff, but like, well, the thing yeah. with that is like, it was <laughs> they're building up in the kitchen when he's just like making a sandwich or whatever. It's like the doors open, and everything yeah. like nothing's behind the door. Oh, nothing's behind the door again. It's like, like okay, are they just not gonna kill him? It was a good was five like, minutes of that. That was like oh, that was. I, that was it's, more meta stuff there. It's like oh, that's or not tropes. That's gonna like, be like a hard scene to watch when it comes out on Blu-ray. Once you know what what's going on, you're like oh, can we just fast forward through this? Because well, you kind you kind of know that yeah. he. He's gonna bite it, like yeah. I, I wish I don't know. I kind of wish he didn't. Yeah, but, I mean, like, I, he's a big name actor. It would have, yeah. Like, I would have thought he would have. He didn't really have a big yeah. role though. Yeah, I mean, he, he was a weirdly small role for him. They were not afraid to kill off Drew Barrymore, and she exactly. was. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And um, well, we skipped over to the first um actual killing. Uh, Kyle Gallner, uh, what's his name? Vince. 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 Yeah. Um. So you were saying something. He was. In passing, it was a passing line that he was related to somebody. 
Yeah, um, just very quickly, um, the only notion of relation Vince was, besides having, like, hooked up with one of the cam- uh, characters, uh, Liv, is that um, he was related to Stu. Um, I think Vince was supposed to be, like, Stu's um, sister's kid, so basically Stu's nephew. See, that's a stretch. I don't know why that was really in it that was a very weird I plot line like a red herring like we don't yeah. necessarily yes. we see him get stabbed in the neck so like logistically we're like yeah he's probably gone but the way these movies work you would leave it open for somebody can I mean, come that was stabbed in the neck too and that was pretty fucking gruesome uh, but that was like a long take where you're just like, <laughs> like oh my god oh, really his slow. all the way through. yeah he's yeah. like so then yeah. prosthetics, though. Jesus. That was, that was some good work. It was really, it was well yeah. done, for sure. Very um, into campaign. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting, I wasn't expecting the police uh, lady, what's her name? Uh, Judy, Judy Hicks? Judy Hicks, yeah. Uh, I wasn't expecting her to die. Sorry, now we get to the midpoint, I guess. Okay. Want to get there? Yeah, right, midpoint. So, so we're at the hospital. Um, what's her face? Um, uh, Tara is in the hospital alone. Lights shut off, you know. Whatever. Um, Where, yeah, where's the nurses? Where the fuck are the nurses? Where's the, so there's a police officer, but there wasn't a police officer. They, they do nurses. the same. Is there doctors around the same thing in Scream Four. But like, it's yeah. I hate those tropes, man. I hate them. They make no sense. You and you and that guy behind us should have uh, had a beer and just like <laughs> yeah, talk right. shit about this movie. <laughs> that, I don't want to talk shit about this movie because I like this movie. I hate those tropes. Yeah. Every time, like in, in the door opening scene, and like that whole five minute scene we just talked about with Dylan. Yeah. Hate that too, yeah. But it's a horror movie thing. It's just this is, yeah. I know, and I love horror movies. It's less forgiving because you got to figure it's like eight o'clock at night. Like where the fuck is everyone? Like I've worked at a healthcare setting. Like there's at least someone yeah. besides yeah. the police officer. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. But anyway, so back to, uh, off of that topic for a second. Um, yeah. So uh, what's their faces? Um, Dewey and. Everybody else show up. Um, Dewey, Richie, Dewey, Sam. Sam. Richie, Sam. They all show up. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so Ghostface comes out and attacks them all or whatever. Uh, Dewey shoots him three times. And he's like, all right, they all get to the elevator to get out. And Dewey's like, oh, you got to shoot him in the head. That's the only way this is going to end. Well, the second the elevator doors closed, <laughs> like, oh, I knew it was going to happen. He's going to die. I knew it was going to happen. And, and he got gutted. He got gutted, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, what a way to go out, though. Because he survived, literally, like he said in the movie, he survived nine <laughs> nine stabbings. Yep. Um, but, like, two gunshot ru- wounds. And yep. like, permanent nerve damage. Yeah, permanent nerve damage. Like, like, poor man. This dude has been through so much, but, like, what a way to go out. And, um, and he still had feelings for um, Gail. And yeah. it's like, oh. It's tragic. And Gail and, had know, just shown up, and he had just seen her again mm-hmm. after the murders. Get that closure. With, um... Yeah, Dylan that and Judy Hicks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, jeez. <laughs> I just, I, I can't imagine starring in a movie with, like, my ex. Like, the fact that they were married. Exactly. It's got to be so, to have, like, a franchise with your ex. Yeah. Like, have to have to do four movies going back to when you weren't really on the best of terms. They're probably good yeah. now. Oh, yeah, they're probably fine. Like, I mean, they co-parent one of their kids, but. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm pretty cool. sure that kid's probably old enough now, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah. it's emotional watching someone. Yeah, it's. I mean, well, it's probably <laughs> they probably like, um, 
Yeah, I mean, I imagine that like it would have been like awkward to film those scenes, but like and like, I wonder if like sometimes I think like when when Courtney or when Gail finds out um, that uh, Dewey died, I wonder if she like was actually like thinking like what if David died? And, yeah. Like this is how I'd re- I wonder if that's how how she like I don't know how actors get into the scene or whatever. They, they just they travel from the past pretty much. Yeah, that, that's that's mainly what it is. Yeah, but you know, well, you know, you you acted. Oh, no. bitch! No. I always, I always watch it like knowing what I know about. I'm gonna them. get into character. <laughs> <laughs> knowing what I know about them as characters, I can't help. Uh, as a couple, I can't help but think of their characters like they are in real life. So I went. I didn't see Scream Four because I was like before. Like I didn't see it when it came out. I saw it recently because mm-hmm. I didn't watch scary movies. I was fourteen. Like I was like fuck. Scary movies. <laughs> You're just like, I don't want, <laughs> fuck all of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't until I was a good, like, 16, 17, I got into it. But yeah. it's it's weird knowing the context that they were, like, in a relationship in real life. And, like, they split up in real life. They split up in the movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, shit, this is probably, like, all repressed stuff that just yeah. comes out yeah. when they film Scream. It's gotta be. You know? All right. So the very next scene... Nev Campbell comes back. Sydney Prescott. Mm-hmm. Hell She's yeah. Back comforting Courtney Cox in the hospital. Yeah. Um and yeah. I like how Sydney is used in this movie. Like, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna steal this from Jeremy Johns because I saw a movie review from him. Um he said in the original scream, Sydney is like the queen. Everything revolves around her and she is like Call the main her the player. Scream queen. Yeah, okay. Just fine. I'll give you that one. Um, and then, and then he said in Scream Four, she's treated more like the king because she's like the like the leader, the kind of legacy person of like that has everything. The main character, you know what I mean? So if she dies, the franchise dies, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, in this one, she's like treated more like like the rook, where she's kind of like she's like she's just like the defender. She's like I've been through this so many fucking times. I know exactly what to do. And she's gonna fucking kick ass, and she she knows it. yeah she's she's gonna take over at in the second half, yeah, and like do what she has to do. And I love she's a cleanup crew. That's the part she of it. She is the cleanup crew. That's the part of it that scared me because obviously, like I don't want her to become Laurie Strode or Jamie Lee for that matter. Of like, yeah, she's got a great presence <laughs> in these movies, but you know, obviously, I I, I don't want to see her be like in her sixties playing Sidney Prescott. Yeah, um, I don't think that does justice, and I think she knows that as an actress. But I'm also glad that she doesn't die, mm-hmm. and um, that they were able to use her character, um, but also make it not about her necessarily, yeah. but just her relation to Sam and Tara. That's what. That's something that I think that um, these move or this movie does that a lot of or not a lot actually uh, a few franchises have been able to do in recent years um by bringing back legacy characters creating a, a new story at the same time and having the franchise go on after that i can count maybe um cobra kai that's really good they were yep. able to do it they're still doing it season 4 was amazing you got to watch it it was um that's the only one i can think of right now. there's a couple more there out there but um sorry if i forgot anyone's anyone's name um <laughs> okay <laughs> but yeah um how about them yeah. like commenting on that commenting on the yeah, fact that I, she would be that's what made me love mindy as a character where she's like explains 
everyone's gripes perfectly to a T where she's like, where they even joke about like, oh, isn't that by the guy that did the Knives Out movie? I'm like, yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> and she's like, and was like, oh, I actually like that one. And then she, and then Mindy just like tosses it off. It's like, no, no, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. So, dude, Mindy, favorite character in this movie. She's the Randy of her new generation. It's yes. fucking great. And she survived. She survived. And oh, I just love. And she's, she's also that. a great actress. She's in um, Yellow Jackets as well. Yeah, see, I gotta watch that, but someone won't give me a Hulu. So it's, it works now. I'm gonna. Does it work? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> I'm gonna go out on a limb and say in Scream Six, uh, she dies. Yeah, that, that might be because that's how Randy dies in two. Exactly. Yeah. If they have a Scream Six, they depends might. how much money this one makes. I but. think it's good enough to earn that. It's a it's a well known franchise. I think it would. It's a horror movie, so it's a really low budget. So if the bar is lower, I think you could do it. Part of me wanted there to be more of a twist, though. Yeah, like I liked it. Yeah, but. let's get to that act three then. So um, we end up at fucking Stu's house of all places, right? Because that's where a party is being held of all places, and is. Oh, it's so meta, but I, I liked it. I did like that they brought it to Stu's house. I will give it that. Um, there's a party going on. Um, they all show up to get Tara's inhaler because she forgot it, and she knew she had an extra one at Amber's house or with Amber, I guess. Yeah, or something like that. Was Amber's house Stu's house? Yeah, it was. Okay, okay. Yeah, like so. <laughs> like I just want to point out how fu- how fucked up. It is that they're throwing a party um, where, where she's like, this f- fuck you guys, this is supposed to be a memorial. You're taking shots, but like, you're, you got the music playing in the background. You invited like a bunch of teenagers over. <laughs> like, it's a party. Like, the people are going to drink. And so it's like, get your, mind, get your head straight. Are you going to do a memorial for your friend Wes that you really cared about? Yep. Or are you going to throw a party just sort of disrespecting him? <laughs> In my opinion, if that were me, if I were Wes, I would be like, "You guys never cared about me. You didn't give a shit about me." That's fair. <laughs> you know? That's fair. Like, what, like, what was she expecting? Like, what did she have planned that didn't like happen? Exactly. And like, when we found out she doesn't really care about Wes anyway, because she's she, probably the one who killed him. Well, she never cared about it. She she says that um, in the beginning uh, in the text messages. She's like, "Is Wes still you know bothering you?" Oh, uh, okay. Because Wes really cared about Tara. Yeah. I wish they could had more time or a way to kind of make that better, yeah. like more more concrete, established. But, but like, um, Tara and Wes really aren't the main characters of this movie, so that's just the unfortunate thing. But I like that they inc- tried to include like a little bit of backstory for some side characters. That's cool. Yeah, I feel like we could have used a little more for um, you know Mindy and Chad, but Chad specifically, he didn't get anything. <laughs> he really yeah. didn't get anything, and then he got. Off yeah. in, the, in the yard. Well, because he went outside. So alone. we thought there was so much meta about the basement. Oh, he survived, didn't he? He did. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think him. I think him and Mindy were giving each other thumbs up. Oh, the the, that was right. Hey, there's the whole medicine where they're just like talking about like, oh, you can't go in the basement and all that stuff mm-hmm. like alone. Yep. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, who's the killer here? It's like, oh, are you the killer? Am I, am I the killer? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, and like, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Well, okay, so <laughs> first time funny. watching that, I loved it's watching the it. first time because it's like, what? What if you were in a horror movie and you were and you were uh, sentient? You were you knew what was going on. Like, how would you react? Would you be like, would you you knew the rules? 
would you you would you would probably ask yeah like, you know like yeah. oh, how do I know to trust you and can you come down to the basement with me <laughs> good point I thought I thought it was it was good because that they hinted at that a little bit in Scream One and I I love that they were able to make that more in depth here. I mean, I do agree with you. It does get a little like oversaturated with they ke- it. They kept doing it. <laughs> yeah, they kept doing it. That's um, that's where. Yeah. And then you know, Richie was like, "Oh, can someone go to the basement with me?" And then uh, Mindy was like, "Nah." And he's like, "All right." It still went down. I was like, a "Dead giveaway." I was like, "Oh, he's definitely the fucking killer." <laughs> <laughs> and, then, um, and then he said, "I'll be right back." Yeah. And then and then they both went ah. Yeah. So maybe that also means he's the killer because Stu yeah. said the same thing in the first one. Yep. So. Yep. And Lots there's the whole scene of Mindy watching the movie yep. and, the and she learned from her mistakes. She's she like, learned from Randy's was, mistakes. Yep. It was so great. It was well done. Um, she, yeah, she got stabbed in the fucking shoulder, but yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. Um, then, I love how we don't know that at first. Like, yeah, we no. think she's I thought she was dead. I was yeah. like, oh shit. We think she's a Ghana for like, I don't know. Like, they didn't minutes. establish that very well either, but like, I guess you gotta make sure it's like, oh, maybe they actually are killed off. Mm, yeah. Oh, maybe I she's could, the killer. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Well, One like like um, Amber was saying towards the end of the movie, he's like, our movie has stakes, you know? So. Yeah. Uh, so the plot twist um, it's when, uh, what's her, who's the other. Uh, girl, um, Liv. So Liv, we, she comes into the room, rushing into the room, like like right after Ghostface left, and like, oh, is she the killer? Mm-hmm. And she's like, everybody's ganging up on her, like, oh, she's the killer. She's the, she's the killer. Um, and she's like, Liv I is know. like, I'm not the killer. And then Amber's like, I know, I am shoes in the fucking face. That, that was, was so good. That was great. That was so. Well, it reminded like, me a little. Oh, we're starting third act right now. Okay. <laughs> that reminded me a little of Until Dawn, except like when everybody's getting up on Emily. And then they oh, shoot her in yeah. The head. Yeah. That was my favorite part of that I game. Know, I know. I fucking hated fucking Emily. I hated Emily so much. <laughs> she uh, was the worst. Have you ever played Until Dawn? No. Oh, it's so it's good. It's a choose your own um, path type of horror game. I didn't even know it was a game. I thought it was a show or a movie. No. Like, uh, it's, I love those games. Anyway. I'll, have to, I'll have to get it. Yeah, but I, I will say. My gripe with Liv as a character, they were like, oh, you're too boring. Like, Mindy was like, nah, you're too boring. She's just fucking annoying. Like, that. Yeah, <laughs> she, yeah. she just, yeah. like, pissed me off in nearly every scene. Just um, a little, little too psycho. I'm like, yeah. I really didn't care when she died. I mean, I was like, holy shit, that's fucking awesome. But yeah, yeah. I was like, cool, you're dead. I love this. <laughs> oh, thank God. I hated those scenes with her. Yeah. Um, yeah, then she gets fucking burnt to a crisp. She gets shot in the. She gets shot twice by. Um, oh, Amber Courtney does. Cox. Yeah, yeah. Okay. By Courtney Cox gets burned to a crisp, and like holy, shit. I was like, oh really? man, that was good. Over the top kill, but like yeah. in a great way. It was well done, yeah. well done. And uh, Richie, yeah, I don't know. Did you like the reveal with Richie? I saw it coming a whole time. It's like he's it's definitely gonna have these stabs Sam in the side. It's like, oh uh, yeah, yeah. I want to be the one to kill you. Oh yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Whatever. Um, it's, I, I knew cool. him from the beginning. Amber was the more shocking one to me. I was like, ah. Uh-huh. I had my <laughs> suspicions that she was in on it because the killer's just recording her really closely yeah. in, the, in the beginning. You know, it has like the video of her. She's like yeah. doing her hair or whatever. Yeah. Um. He's like really close to her. I don't know how you wouldn't notice that unless you were like in on it. Yeah. So. But how could that have been Jack Quaid though? Because like I mean he was supposedly with Sam in Modesto. Okay. What So like what's that about? So part of that, I think it was um 
when I was watching it, I was like, it was probably staged so that he had an alibi that he was with Sam. Yeah. But they also said he was remoted into it or something like that. He was like, um, what's the word? Uh, cloned the phone. He cloned right? the phone. So he can do that from anywhere. So I don't, he must have just had her phone like he took it IP up. or something. I don't know. I'm pretty sure like the, are you talking about the first call? For the first kill that he they made, that he yeah, when they were talking with Amber on the phone, and he's in. Uh, we're talking with Amber on the phone. Yeah, when uh, Tara was talking, the very first scene where Tara was. Right. Oh, I'm pretty sure I was just Amber. Yeah, just, she just could have just her set up her, her own phone. phone. Yeah, okay, fair. How easy is it to be like, oh, this isn't me? When you don't see a face, see, I thought it was shaking, so I thought somebody yeah. was holding it. Oh, yeah, I think it was shaking. That's why I think. That's I think it might it might be a plot hole. I thought you were. Wait, hold on. We're on two different. Tra- I thought you were talking about like the texting. No. Oh, okay. Because the texting could literally just be her. Yeah, like, on I her know. Phone, I'm not, like, yeah, no, I wasn't. I wasn't. Oh, okay. That. It was. Yeah, yeah, I do think of it as a little bit of a plot hole. Unless she got somebody to like some do some random thing for her. Like, can you just like film me outside of my my room real quick? Well, it could have been taken at any point. It wasn't like it was a live feed. It wasn't like it was oh, a yeah. FaceTime. I was actually kind of disappointed that they didn't utilize FaceTime. You know, yeah. I thought maybe because like, uh, that's like in, in the moment thing. You can't fake a FaceTime. Probably couldn't get a deal with Apple. <laughs> mm, yeah, fair, true, true. Fair point. You could do Skype probably. Zoom. Zoom. Gotta get a deal with any of them. So, Shout like, out uh, quarantine filming. <laughs> I love when he was talking, when, uh, when uh, Richie's like coming and we had to break up the party. He's like, hello, Gen Z. <laughs> oh my god, that was funny. Um, <laughs> was like, I was I like, was being dude, you're nice. the fucking killer. Who would kick everyone out of a party? You say that it's a death trap. Yeah, but then like, kick everyone out. Come on. I, th- I didn't love. So in the first scream, the di- the diversion to get everybody out away from the party is that the principal is dead, and they hung him on like the the football yes um, post or whatever. Um, this one. Kind of like half-assed, in my opinion, where they just like everyone's just kind of like cool with just leaving, just because some guy said so. I don't know. Doesn't really make any sense to me. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was a little weird, but I. I'll go with it. There's, I mean, there's still a killer on the loose at that point, so they're just like, oh, whatever, and they're in a group, so they kind of leave as a group. I mean, but like as like they they've been establishing for this entire movie. One of them is the killer, yeah. <laughs> or two of them is the killer. So, but like none of them would have known that. Like if they guessed the party, they wouldn't have known that. Yeah. So like, yeah. I, I don't know. It's I'm not trying to like explain it away, but like it's yeah, it's kind of a plot. You don't. It's like it's something you don't have to really care about. You know, well, for a how much how much time was there between when West dies and when they have the memorial memorial party? Like, is that even like a day? Or was that? Like Probably like a day on. or two at least, you know? Something like that. Mm. I didn't pay attention mm. at the time. No love for Judy, though. <laughs> nope. Where's Judy's memorial, no, she huh? <laughs> she, she, made, she made some bomb-ass lemon squares, I heard. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's get to our favorite parts of this movie. Um, well, I got to think Danny, about this might as well start. You started last time. I got to think about this one, though. Okay. Um, or Kylie, if anybody has a favorite part. Yeah, okay. I got it. I got it. Favorite part, when Dewey dies. It's, I love it because like they they are even they are even able to be meta in the moment where they where like so they it's right, one I thought it was clever that he was wearing uh, the ghost face was wearing a uh, 
a bulletproof vest. So I'm like, oh, that explains why he's still alive. And Dewey's like, we need to shoot him in the head. That whole scene is great. And then, you know, Ghostface gets the upper hand, stabs him in the in the stomach, and then stabs him in the back, and then twists up his back. It's gory, but great. And then he I'll said, say. and then he his last words to him are, it's an honor. And I'm like, oh, it's so great. Like, like, cause it's like, of course, Ghostface would say this to like the living legend that is Dewey in this, in this canon of movies. And then, uh, it's an honor to see like <laughs> David Arquette finally fucking die <laughs> in the movie, <laughs> but it's an honor to see a good send off to that character, like in the true fashion of Scream, you know? Yeah. Cathartic. The fact that there's two knives. Yeah. The fact that he comes back and like, is like, I'm going to finish this off once and for all. And he doesn't get that like the wood and that closure of killing. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, oh, come on. Yeah. No, and then like, Dale and Sydney to the rescue, like mm-hmm. towards the end. Yeah. I think my favorite part is honestly when, uh, Amber shoots live that whole scene. That, that is really cool. That was good. But if I had to pick another one, since I already mentioned that it was the scene where they were all like, um, at the house, they're all at one of the houses and they were exploring, Mindy, Mindy's house. Mindy, yeah, Mindy's house, and Mindy was explaining how like all of them relate to one another and everything. I really liked how that was kind of it was meta, but it was kind of like the start of the movie and what everything was going to be about, and yeah. it kind of just made sense. It's like, oh, okay, this is how it's going to go, and they stuck to it. They didn't really stray from it for the most part, mm-hmm. and it worked. Yeah, yeah, cool. Those are two really good um, <laughs> favorite moments. Um, yeah, I would have to agree. Um, yeah, I really liked Mindy. Um, I like how she honors her uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, also, really liked Dewey's death. That was great. Um, <laughs> Amber burning to a crisp. And oh, then running awesome. back like like yeah. Billy Loomis. Yeah. Well, oh my God, yeah. He kind of like charges. Oh, they always come them. back. <laughs> they always they come back. Always come back. <laughs> um, yeah. You guys basically said the the top two. <laughs> May, maybe seeing someone bone was was interesting. Um, in the trailer, someone in the Twitter community did actually call that it was Amber boning. Um, oh, that's in the trailer. In, in the trailer, yeah. Oh, they shouldn't have done that. I hadn't seen any of the trailers. I only so saw the I first one. I just remember seeing the first one where, like, um, it basically just the opening, like, uh, I guess, attack, not the kill. But uh, that's that's all I remember of this movie. Or then I remember getting like uh, Dewey calling Sydney in like the first half and being like, "You better watch your back." He's like, "I'm Sydney fucking Prescott." Of course, I yes, got a gun. yes. I will say that is top four or five. Yeah, and, and then also just because I'm the fucking killer, whatever shoots. Oh uh, yeah. Again, I, I, that was cathartic. That was amazing. Yeah, no, none of our theories <laughs> came true. That we unfortunately, unfortunately I wanted to, but you know what? This movie was still good just on its own. Um, overall, I think uh, first one was in '87. I said. Oh, this is probably like an 81, 82, somewhere in there. I'm going to have to agree with you there, 81. Yeah? Yep, because it's, it's not as good as the original. Nope. But it, I think it might, 
I you know I do this with a lot of movies because I said Halloween Kills. I I'm on record for saying this. That Halloween Kills might be the best Halloween movie. Yeah, you ever. did say that. I did. Hey, I was fucking hyped for that movie. Um, but now I'm I've come down on it. But so I want to give myself an accurate, more accurate reading of this movie. I think it's going to be 81 because, I mean, I, yeah, I, just, I liked it a lot. And I think I just need to lower it, just yeah. to offset it that way. There so. were a few scenes that were drawn out too long, too much meta stuff. I think they sidelined um, Gail Weathers yeah. really for no reason, honestly. It, that felt a little weird to me. But yeah, yeah. maybe she couldn't get Courtney Cox for that long. Yeah, maybe. It's I don't possible. know. Yeah. Like she's just sitting there, just like just chilling the lawn. But they did that to her in the first one too. So I guess I'm not. Too mad about it? Yeah. What if they know. were like, yo, one of these kids is uh, Gail Weathers' like love child with someone? Oh, like- that's what they're gonna end up, <laughs> if they keep going down like that route. They gotta they gotta start doing new I connections know. to new characters oh, yeah, instead yeah, of yeah. just going back to the well with like, like connections to Sydney. I get a, a wasted connection with Vince that wasn't drawn mm. out enough. Mm. Um, certain scenes were drawn out too much. I would agree. Like eighty two, eighty three, eighty one, like somewhere in that range. Um, I wanted to like it more. I was afraid this was going to happen. Um, but yeah, some of that stuff was too drawn out. Some of it wasn't drawn out enough, elaborated mm. on enough. I did like how they set up Sam to be psychotic, and so maybe she would be the yeah. killer because she's Billy's illegitimate kid. But, we didn't really talk about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, that's a big thing. That's, <laughs> that's like her motivation. It's kind of like the Ray Skywalker thing where he's like, she's actually a Palpatine. She has this dark side yeah. that nobody nobody knows about. And yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I thought, oh, also, good. Um, do you think it was good or bad CGI on uh, Skeet Ulrich? <laughs> <laughs> Did you like that or no? I thought it, I thought it was like uncanny valley i thought it was good for what it was but like it it's wasn't weird. great it's weird yeah a little bit but I, I guess it worked for what it was yeah that's, that's where i'm at with it but yeah uh so sam is the daughter of billy loomis um they do have places to go with her um in the future if yeah. she's like the new the new sydney and then we have the like new her sister tara would be more of the new sydney because she looks a lot more like sydney prescott she she had the look she did. She had very similar bone structure and everything to Sydney Prescott. I thought they were, yeah. I thought that the other day yeah. when I saw a picture. I saw like a certain picture of um, Jenna Ortega, and I was like, man, she looks a lot like Nev Campbell here. Like, yeah. like you said, the bone structure in her face, like her jawline. I think they're probably set her up more. That'd be cool. She's a, she's more of a survivor. And Sam will get killed the next one or something. That'd be cool. They never say who her mom is, so I was like, ooh. Yeah, she's in Sid- London. Who the fuck is she? Could be like, well, no, I can't be Tatum. I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, who? I, well, I mean, Billy could have fucked anyone, honestly, but I don't know. <laughs> well, Sydney didn't put out, so he had repressed, you know, yeah. sexual tension. Mm-hmm. Um, and he definitely wasn't going to use that on Stu yeah. as much as Stu would love to imagine <laughs> that scenario. With, with it could have just been sure. someone random, honestly. Yeah. Um, but part of, when they were like, oh, she was in London, I was like, hmm. In real life, Nev Campbell spent ten years of her life in London. So I was like, "Hmm." Yeah. Is that a callback <laughs> to that? Yeah, but... I was like, "That's kind of a stretch." But they never do say who uh, the Carpenter sisters' mom is. So I was like, "Yeah, Maybe. or where, or ne- or well, never mind." Where Sydney was, either. Well, they don't say who the actual father is. 
of, of, of Bo- Terra. Of Terra. Oh, of yeah. Terra, yeah, that's true. Who just le- mysteriously left. Could it be Cotton Weary? Who? Who? Yeah. Who? He's, uh, he's the guy that Sydney uh, claimed killed her mother in the first one. He's, very, he's on screen for like two seconds. Oh. But he has a bigger part in the sequels. I, I've seen the second one, but only once. So I he's don't shown in a news recap. Gotcha. Um, when she is at Tatum's house, um, she slept over, and like they're eating breakfast for like a second. <laughs> yeah, it's very blink and you miss it. But he yeah. gets a, he's he gets killed in the third one, I think. Mm. Or he's the opening kill, right? He is. Yeah, because he wouldn't give up Sydney's location because they are now friends after the events of the ending of Scream Two. Like good, good for that guy. You know, he's got a lot to overcome being accused of murder, and then being friends with the person that accused you. That's that's gonna be hard for him. Yeah. Well, he saves their lives, both Gail and. Oh and yeah, at and the at end, the end of, two. of two. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I, it looks like we're all in agreement. It's about 81, 82, 83, yeah. somewhere in there for this, uh, for Five Cream, Scream Five. Um, five Cream. <laughs> I don't think I would have liked it any better if, if it was Five Cream. I think <laughs> <laughs> I think that may, would make it go to at least uh, early 60s. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> right. like, how can you name a movie Five Cream? <laughs> or, or late 60s, I mean, if you know what I mean. My all bad. right. Well, we're seen it before. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok with the handle at seen it beforecast. I'm Dan. I'm Danny. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Danny underscore Wass or my YouTube channel, which is just Danny Wass. And uh, uh, Kylie, thanks for being on the podcast again. Thanks Always for having like me. Having we had um, some awesome conversations on this. Like, I learned a lot more about Scream tonight than I've ever learned in my life. So, <laughs> uh, so, so first off, I want to say, and to quote this new movie, it's an honor. <laughs> and then uh, number two, it's uh, it's great just talking Scream and talking movies with you guys. If you guys ever want to know anything about Scream, <laughs> apparently I'm I'm an expert. Um, I think we know the person to call. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, call me in case Ghostface shows up. I'm only twenty minutes away. Oh. <laughs> but what if your Ghostface says we already kind of talked about earlier? Yeah, it's like you know mm. you can never be too sure. Never be too sure. <laughs> right, I am the expert. <laughs> That'd be the perfect like plot twist for the sequel because you know. <laughs> anyway, toxic um, fandom. Yeah, so uh, we still have we we haven't figured out how we're gonna end uh, this uh, these episodes yet. Um, we should really get on that. We should really figure out how we're gonna end these episodes because it used to be you know. Um, it used to be Wumbo. Wumbo or no? What or was stay, the no, it used stay to be cool, Stay Cool. Stay cool. <laughs> um, uh, uh, oh, oh, I got one. It's been. Not- it's been an honor. Oh, that's how we're gonna end it. Yeah, we, we want right, to. Uh, I'm down with it. No. We want to also say, um, watch out. Your love interest can be a killer, and very often is the killer. I'll be watching out for Sep then. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Sep kill me in my sleep. <laughs> no, dude. Careful. Sep's gonna like Gone Girl you. Oh, she, <laughs> dude. She would though. She would. That's why she's reading right now. She's trying to like figure out <laughs> she's know. like planning the the whole thing <laughs> yeah all right everyone it's been an honor see you next week yeah. ah!